Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of the Mouse Life Podcast. This is the producer, Jeff, and we've got another little bit of a different show for you this week. Once again, we weren't able to record on our normal Sunday night, so this week we're going to give you a bit of a halfway live, halfway after the fact review of the Highway in the Sky Dine Around. There it was me, couldn't remember the name of the thing this time. I'll be joined by my lovely and talented wife, Lisa, and we're going to try and give an idea of what it was like to experience this new Disney treat. But first, we're going to have Shelby with some news. The first news story is a pass holder perk. The pass holder entrances at each of the theme parks will remain open. No end date has been announced. The big story of the week was the increase in the price of Walt Disney World tickets. On February 12th, Walt Disney World raised the price on the park tickets and the annual pass. The cost of a one-day ticket for Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and the Animal Kingdom during the value days, which are the least crowded times of year, went up from $97 to $99. The mid-tier tickets went up from $102 to $107. And the peak season tickets, which is summer, Christmas, spring break, went up from $114 to $119. The Magic Kingdom single day tickets for the value season are now $107, and the regular season are $115. The cost of a single day ticket for the Magic Kingdom during the peak season remained the same at $124. All tickets will now have an expiration date. The tickets must be used by December 31st and expire 14 days after the first day of use. The water park and more option has changed. Now guests may add this option to their tickets if they have the park hopper. So it's called the park hopper plus. The upgrade is $15 per ticket. Annual passes have also increased. The Florida resident gold pass with block out dates went up from $549 to $559. The platinum pass with no block out dates went up from $649 to $679. The cost of preferred parking increased from $35 to $40. Guests may save $20 on their Magic Your Way bundles if the bundles are from three to 10 days and by purchasing them online or by phone. Okay, let's move on a little bit more cheerier news, shall we? (laughs) Next up is full menus for the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival were released. The Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival will run from March 1st to May 29th. A wonderful component of the festival are the food booths. This year, two new booths were added, Northern Bloom and the Berry Basket bringing the total number of food booths to 15. You can check out the menus for this year's festival at the Walt Disney World website under Things to Do, then under View Events. There was a soft opening for Rivers of Light. On February 10th, the Animal Kingdom had a soft opening for the show Rivers of Light. The first official show will be on February 17th. Dining packages have also been released for Tiffin's and Tusker House. By booking a dining package, you'll be guaranteed a seat for the show. You may book the dining package online by calling 407-WDW-DINE or by contacting myself or Samantha. FastPass is also an option for the show. This next news story is for the toddler set. 
a Doc McStuffins meet and greet coming to the Animal Kingdom. Beginning later this month, Doc McStuffins fans can meet the famous toy vet outside the veterinarian clinic at Rafiki's Planet Watch. Doc will continue to meet her fans in Hollywood Studios as well. And the last news story for this week, I'm going to try not to cry, is a new nighttime show to replace Wishes. Beginning May 12th, Happily Ever After, a new nighttime spectacular will debut at the Magic Kingdom. Happily Ever After will combine beloved Disney characters, fireworks, projections, and more. The show will include moments from movies such as Zootopia, The Princess and the Frog, Aladdin, Moana, Big Hero 6, and more. The last night for Wishes will be May 11th, and I apologize for my voice. I just adore Wishes. So that is it with the news. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. All right. So tonight I'm joined by Lisa. Say hi. Hello. And we're going to try and take you along with us on our trip around the... Uh, the monorail resorts for the Highway in the Sky Dine Around that we participated in two weekends ago. It was the not this past weekend, but the weekend before the oh, second weekend of February, I guess, right? I don't even remember what date it was. I don't know. It seems so long ago now. But in any case, we this uh, was announced in December, I guess. And I saw about it on Twitter and thought it sounded like a whole lot of fun and happened to meet Lisa for lunch that day and told her about it. And she decided it would make a good Valentine's trip. Turns out I was off the Monday of the weekend before Valentine's Day, so had a three-day weekend already. And so we decided to make a short trip down and try it out. I was glad I made the reservations when I did because the uh, it's apparently it's sold out through the end of March. I think that's as long as they're doing it. So we got in as soon as we could. It was advertised at $150 a person, and that included gratuity. So after tax, I think for the two of us, it was somewhere around $318, all told, which may seem like a lot at first blush, but we both feel, I think I speak for both of us, that we totally got our money's worth out of this experience. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. The, the whole idea of the Highway in the Sky Dine Around is to hit the monorail resorts and do the monorail bar tour, but organized and led by Disney cast members. And it started at the Contemporary, hit the Polynesian, the Grand Floridian, and then made it back to the Contemporary, and you watch the fireworks at the end of the night from the back deck of the Contemporary underneath the monorail tracks. So the first stop was in the Wave of American Flavors at the Contemporary, and we were supposed to meet at 5.30, I think, or 5.45? Yes. One or the other. And we got there a little early because we wanted to try the uh, Seven Seas Lagoon new cocktail that they're serving at the Wave of American Flavors. So we did. We showed up, and as soon as we walked in, we saw they have little alcoves in the uh, Wave. There's two of them we saw and the first one that we saw was roped off and labeled for the highway in the sky dine around so we knew exactly where we were supposed to meet there was no one there yet so we just were headed to the bar and tried our cocktail all right so we finally made it and i finally know the name we're at the wave dot 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 of american flavors 
getting ready for the highway. What are we getting ready for, Lisa? The highway in the Sky Dynaround. There we go. We're going to ask Lisa the name at just about every stop to see if she can remember how to say it. Because she's had trouble with that in the past. This is Jeff and the lovely Miss Lisa, my talented and vivacious wife, guest hosting with me tonight. We're going to try and do a small review of the Highway in the Sky dine around while we go around. We're not sure how this is going to work. We've never done it before, but we're going to give it a shot. We're actually pre-gaming with the uh, Seven Seas Lagoon cocktail. What do you think of that, Lisa? I think it's excellent. It's really fruity and it's, it's big, really big though. Um, I do and like this rich fish. And what sticks out? The glow stick, the glow cube. It's a bit blue. It is so it's about 5 o'clock and I think we start checking in at quarter after 5.30. So we'll check in later once we find out how this all works. We're looking forward to it and we're ready to go. We're anxious to take you guys along with us. One thing I will say is this place is much nicer than the Outer Rim. Definitely. When we did our own bar tour, we stopped at the Outer Rim Lounge, which just happens to be right next to Chef Mickey's and turns into overflow for Chef Mickey's. And it was like romper room with drinks. No supervision of the children, and it was loud and crazy, and the bartender was grumpy. I, and I don't blame him one tiny little thing. No, I don't either. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was the daycare provider at that place. No, it was awful. I mean, the kids had the cushions, the cushions on the floor, and jumping on them. This, though, this is nice. This is lovely. We're in a little alcove. Apparently, this is one of the blue rooms. And it's, it's, well, it's blue, but it matches our drink, so you really can't beat that. Low lighting, low music. And most of the people here, well, some of the people sit at the bar ordering food, but most of the people here are waiting for tables at the attached restaurant, I think. So it makes it kind of nice. But so far, this is of the two bar, just, I guess, the... Uh, California Grill on the roof is in a whole other class, but just of the two bars down here, this one is definitely the place to go, I would say. Me too. It was. It was uh, in the contemporary. That, that particular bar is not really my scene necessarily, but it's very well decorated. I would say swanky is the word. Yeah. L low lights, blue lights, very yeah. subdued, and, and uh, we enjoyed that cocktail. And as a matter of fact, I think I still have the glow cube in my purse in your that purse. I took that trip. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I have to fish that and the out. Mickey, and the Mickey straw. Yes, and the because Mickey Because of the glow, clue, glow cube and a Mickey straw, it's made to share. It's huge. And uh, so we were enjoying that. And apparently while we were, some of our co-tour people, I guess, showed up. Because when we wandered out of the alcove, there were already people who had who had pushed past the little uh, the little rope they had blocking off the the highway in the sky area and they were already sitting there so after we finished our cocktail we went over and joined them and at just about the same time that the cast members who were to lead our tour showed up mm -hmm. and there were three of them and they were all wonderful and they start out by taking your name and giving you a lanyard with a huge placard essentially on it and uh, probably four by eight 
plastic thing so you can be identified and not lost along the tour i would imagine and it's a very nice souvenir and it's a nice souvenir <laughs> so they gave you a little placard and told you to sit down and and acquaint yourselves with everybody else and before long the drinks were served i guess right yes and it was a bay lake sunset and this is one of a couple things that were more or less exclusive the bay lake sunset is apparently only on the menu at the top of the world over at the top of Bay Lake Tower, the DVC portion of the Contemporary. So if you're not a DVC member or not staying in Bay Lake Tower, you don't have access to the bar and not access to this cocktail. But they made it for us because it made us feel special. And it came in a little uh, martini glass, yes. essentially. And it was layered. It was three different layers. And it was fruity. And, and it was a great way to start the night. And uh, while we were enjoying those, they came out with our first appetizer course. Which was... It was an English pea soup. And, you know, the appetizers that were served on this, um, you know, it's a tasting menu. So they're smaller portions. But I, I felt like it was just enough um, so that you got a taste of many different things. So I'd never had pea soup before, um, even though I love peas as a vegetable. And the sous chef came out and explained how he made it. He told us in detail the recipe um, in case we wanted to try it ourselves. And the soup was delicious. And I told him that I'd never had pea soup before and how much I loved it. And he, his whole face lit up. He was just really pleased to hear that. And he, he got a lot of compliments on the soup. He did. It was. It was really good. And it had truffle. Truffle oil. Truffle and, oil in mm -hmm. it. And there was some sort of crumble on the side. Oh, yes. It was a pistachio. And I forget what else was mixed in with it. Crumble on the side of, of part of the, the uh, cup. On the lip of the cup. And it was mm -hmm. it was really good. It was really, it was, it was really delicious. And... So we had about half an hour, I guess, Probably. at each stop is how they explained it to us. And they gave a little warning about, you know, five or ten minutes before they were about to leave. And so they did. And everybody, nobody seemed to be hurried. We didn't spend seem to spend a whole lot of time at this first stop no, after it, we got our drinks. But the whole pace of the evening was, I thought, just appropriate. They didn't, we weren't rushed. I didn't feel like we were rushed anywhere. But we didn't linger anywhere either. Um, it, was, no. it was a good pace to eat and have your drink and, and then move on to the next spot. So we were herded together and walked up the ramp to and then up the steps to the monorail. And they held the monorail for us at each of these stops. Yes. And they put us in two cars. I think each time we were about the back that they had reserved for us. And there were only 24 people on this tour maybe 25 i think it was an odd number because there was one person who was single and there was another there was another group that was there five was another group that was five yeah. yeah so yeah i think there was i think it was exactly 24 of us so we easily fit in in you know the two sections of the one monorail car and started to meet the other people on our tour in between at the first stop and on our way to the second one started making friends already and our second stop was the polynesian we unloaded, went downstairs, went uh, in front of Pineapple Lani's and around the corner by the pool to the back deck of Trader Sam's Gragata, which is Trader Sam's Tiki Terrace. And that was lovely place. Very there was nice. tiki torches everywhere, and there's a waterfall in the back, and there was a guy playing ukulele in front of the waterfall. And he and played our wedding song. He ended up playing our wedding song <laughs> on the way out. It was spectacular. And so they they put us sort of in the in the back of the bar, of the of the seating area at stand up cocktail tables. Yes, 
little small stand-up cocktail tables. And we were there for a minute or two, and the Hippopana Mai Tais came out. And these were not watered-down drinks. These were regular drinks that you would get at the bar, full size. and um, Especially these. Yes, these were large. These were in a big glass, and they were they packed a punch. And after our fishbowl full of Seven Seas Lagoon and our Bay Lake Sunset, we were in fine spirits by we the time having, the appetizers showed up. We were having a large time. We were having a large time. And we ended up standing with two other couples that we had not spoken with as contemporary. So we are already expanding our little group of uh, group of friends. And one thing that struck me, just as an aside, was this, I assume this would be a lot older group than it was. I did And too. it wasn't. It was it was skewed much younger than I thought it would. We were in our mid forties and were almost some of the older people on the tour. Yes, it was. It, but it was it was a fun game. It wasn't party either. It wasn't a you know no. it wasn't a drink your face off until you fall down party group. It was very civilized and having a good time. Young would, professional. Yeah, I would say overall the age range went from. Mid twenties to mid fifties, even. I don't think we had anybody really older than. No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, but it was it was a really fun group and uh, several groups of Florida locals. But there was also people from Ohio and New Jersey and Texas. Texas and people from all over the country, just like you see at Disney. So it was it was a good group, but it was neat because we were all there because we were Disney fanatics. There weren't any casual. Disney goers. No. There weren't any people on their first trip to Disney. You had to be sort of connected to even have known to make a reservation for this. So we all had that in common. And we all had, we were all very comfortable talking about how many times we visit Disney and, you know, yes, yeah. we're coming back again. Yeah, it was a bunch of Disney geeks. You didn't have to pretend not to be a Disney geek with these people, which was neat. But the appetizers that came out here, we got the cold appetizer first. Yes, and that had a a small slice of ahi tuna that was seared, and it came on a slice of cucumber with an eel sauce. And then we also had a golden beet that was pickled and a watermelon um, relish slice with a just a little dab of goat cheese piped on the top. And it had a little sauce as well, but I do not recall what kind of sauce it was. I don't either, um, but it was delicious. All of it was delicious. I'm not a big fan of beets, but I did try the golden beet. I'm still not a fan of beets. I am. But I, like I tried beets. it. It was good. It <laughs> um, was a spectacular beat. Overall, a, a very good appetizer. Her presentation was great. And then um, the next appetizer, they gave us a, a warm appetizer. And that was pork belly. Had a piece of mushroom, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, that was just to die for. It was. It was. Spe- and that was the thing. These weren't large portions at all. But they were just right. They were You enough. wanted to be able mm-hmm. to to taste a wide variety of things and this did it and they weren't they weren't throwaway it wasn't chicken wings and potato skins appetizers this stuff took some time it was plated well it was there was some effort put into these things it was pretty unique food offerings this is definitely a foodie tour it is it is you've got to have yeah this is sort of a, a foodie tour i'm not sure that Totally adventurous palette, but you've got to be willing to try some new things. A pretty broad palette, at least. So I don't know if you can hear it, but our wedding song's being played in the background. (laughs) 
just had hippopotamitis and pork belly, pork belly, and ahi tuna served ahi over tuna cucumber and, and eel sauce. What was the other thing? We beets. had uh, golden beet and golden a beets. watermelon radish That's with a little bit of piped goat cheese. It was. It was excellent. <laughs> and they played our wedding song on our way out. We're headed back up to the monorail to uh, where are we going now, Lisa? I don't know. Grand Floridian Citrico's, I guess. Okay. Citrico's. I guess we're headed for dinner. For the next stop on our Highway in the Sky dine around. She still knows the name. That's impressive. Oh. So it's been a blast so far with two stops down and two to go. We'll check in at Citrico's, baby. We'll see ya. We, as pretty much, and this is par for the course. Nobody was rushed, but as soon as everybody was done, we were gathered up, taken back upstairs, and back onto the monorail on our way to the Grand Floridian for the dinner portion of the night at Citrico's. On my right-hand side, and uh, if you happen to be done with your entree and want to move on to the next location, just let us know. We'll take you downstairs, and uh, that's where it is. All right, so I'm going to call out different names into different table sizes. So if I call your name, just come on right over here, okay? The Door family. And I think this was my favorite stop. It was spectacular. And I think Disney put Citrico's on this tour on purpose <laughs> and it worked because what happened was every single person I spoke to on this tour, and it was almost all of them, was planning on coming back with dinner reservations to Citrico's at some point yes. because we were so impressed with both the restaurant and the menu and the food there. It was It was terrific. We had four couples at our table and we all said we would come back there. Yeah, this was bigger groups. They put Satchi at larger tables. They put the 24 of us at three tables. We were there. For, seemed like we were there for a longer time than yes, we were at the other stop. that stops. was a longer stop because it was dinner. And they brought, it was dinner. They brought out wine. You got your choice between red or white. And they had water and there was bread at the table. And then they brought out the uh, entree, which was braised uh, short ribs and scallops. Yes, uh scallops and then they had um like a potato puree under the braised short rib and then there was also some cauliflower both uh white and purple cauliflower and again i'm not a fan of cauliflower but i tried it i'm still not a fan of cauliflower but we are a fan of the braised short ribs absolutely and the scallops yes they were they delicious. were spectacular and it was it, it was it was just like eating dinner at Citrico's. I mean, you didn't get to choose off the menu. They they brought you what you were supposed to have, but they sat us next to the window. We were able to look out over the pool. Citrico's, if you've never been, is spectacular. It's got a big open kitchen. They've got a wood-fired grill that the guys are cooking on. I, I could have sat and watched them at the kitchen all night. It was great. If we ever go there for dinner, I'm going to try and request a table close to the kitchen because it was fun to watch. But it was, it was a beautiful place. We ate at uh, artist point when we were down on an anniversary trip a couple years ago this reminded us both a lot of that the way yes. the restaurant was set up mm-hmm. it's large you know it's a disney restaurant it's large it sits a lot of people but you never feel like you're sort of in that cafeteria environment no it's you never divided. feel like you're crushed up it is yeah it's divided up and then laid out well so that there is the first of all it controls the sound and then also you feel like it's a more intimate setting than just 
one great big restaurant that holds 200 people. And it was it was it was spectacular. And as soon as we were all done, we were picked up again and taken downstairs to the garden room. I think is what they call it. It's it's a room that It's right I under Meisner's to serve tea. Afternoon tea in this room. And it was um this was one of my favorite stops just because I've never experienced something like this. And it was uh, the cheese course. And you could have champagne and then they had a variety of cheeses. They had a goat cheese, um, a very mild blue cheese, um, had some honeycomb with it, had a piece of aged cheddar, and was there one other one I'm missing? Oh, there was a creamy brie that was delicious. They gave you some crackers or um, Melba toast to go with it, and um, some quince paste, and I think there was a little blackberry jam on there. Mm -hmm. It was, I I loved it. Um, The room also was just really cute it was just a little small precious room and one of the ladies on our trip it was her birthday and so they um, found out about that and so they brought the the waiter in that area brought her a rose long stem rose and said that princess aurora had left it there earlier when they had tea and that she left it because she knew that the birthday girl was coming and she would need a rose and i just thought that was so sweet very touching it was it was a little dizzy touch and she had no idea it was going to happen. I think it was. I think it was spontaneous. It was yes. these people's. It was each stop tried to take care of us in their own way. Felt like they were. They you really got this sense that each stop was felt like they were the host. Yes. Of, of that stop, and they got to put and, their spin on it, and you got a taste of what they do at their place. It wasn't just all Disney Mickey Mouse. It was. This is what we do with the Grand Floridian. This yeah. is what we do with the Contemporary. This yeah. is what they we were do showing with the Polynesian. Off. They yes. were showing off their place, and this was a very Grand Floridian, very Grand Floridian tea room sort of thing to do. And this is this is a neat. It's right off the lobby. Like I said, it's right. It's right beneath. It's on the lobby level, right beneath Meisner's. And then when we were leaving there, the waiter um, told us all to have a grand evening, just because it's one of those Disney touches. We're leaving the Grand Floridian, so we were told to have a grand evening. That's right. And while we were there, the jazz band was playing on the floor above us. Yes. And so while we were waiting for the monorail, we got to enjoy the... uh, They were playing music for Jungle Book. This has been a spectacular reading. We've met some really wonderful people. We're yes. having the best time. And it's so great to, to uh, meet people that love Disney as much as we do. Everybody's doing this for all the right reasons. This is really, really, really fun time. Yeah. Oh, I'm It's where you think of Citricoops. I liked it. How was dinner? Dinner was delicious, especially the uh, beef. I guess it was a short rib. And the puree that was underneath it, that was delicious too. 
Um, the scallops were good. I would have preferred them cooked a little bit longer, actually. Um, I did try the cauliflower. I uh, still don't like cauliflower. But that's not their fault. And how about after dinner? After dinner, the cheese course was delicious. And where did we go? We went to, I don't know, we went downstairs. The garden view. The oh, garden, the garden view. room of some sort. It was Where do you have tea parties? Yeah. And uh, we had champagne and several kinds of cheeses and quince paste. Never and had quince paste before. Went very well with the cheeses. And we're headed back to the monorail to the Contemporary to watch fireworks and have dessert. Yes, for the Highway in the Sky dining round. She cheated. I'm lying. She I, cheated. I did cheat. A couple of songs from Jungle Book while we were there. So we were hanging out in the lobby. Wait, we waited maybe five minutes. Yeah, just a few minutes. For we the were, monorail. We were, um, a few of us maybe singing along. Singing along. To, by this time, we were all pretty jolly. And singing along, and the monorail showed up, and we piled back on and headed to our last stop at the Contemporary. And I, we hopped off and had a potty stop and walked out onto the back deck which is right underneath where the monorail enters the Contemporary, coming from the Magic Kingdom. Literally underneath the track. Yeah, almost could reach up and touch it. All right, so we made it to the deck outside the Contemporary. We're waiting for the fireworks. And having cordons. And they have um, some kind of chocolate thing. I don't even know what it is. It's delicious. Highway in the Sky Dine-Around. Oh. I didn't even cheat. Still able to do it. She got written on a lanyard and she still didn't have to cheat. This is impressive. It's beautiful temperature out here. A little chilly, but I wore a sweater. But they brought blankets out for they everybody. They did bring blankets. And, uh, so there's people wrapped up in blankets and... Everybody's yeah, I asked, I asked becoming friends with more. each other on Facebook. And the best part of this has been meeting other people yes. who are as passionate about Disney as we are. This has been so much fun. Everybody say say hi to the podcast. Yeah, everybody hi. say hi to Just Podcast. Hello, hi, Just, Just Podcast. podcast. Okay. See, there they all are. And they're they the, say hi. there goes the monorail. And there goes the monorail. So we'll see if we can't get some sound from Wishes when it comes around. Until then. See you real soon. Toodaloo. And the uh, Space Mountain is directly to your right. And you can see Town Hall or uh, the train station and the castle off in front of you. And we were there for maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes before Wishes started. Yeah. And they it was had... a little breezy. And it was, uh, you know, a little chilly because of the time of year. So they brought warm fuzzy blankies for anyone that wanted to snuggle up with a blanket and, and warm up a bit and there were chairs there they were had chairs. they had chairs set up and they had a coffee station with a regular coffee decaf and a coffee with rum and Kahlua in it and they had two kinds of desserts yes they had one chocolate. of them was a chocolate ganache type uh dessert and the other one was uh, I guess like an orange tropical cream cake is the best I can describe it. And both of them were delicious. And they had plenty set out. You could eat as much as you wanted, essentially. You could. And the coffee was warm on a cool night. And the only complaint we had is that when Wishes started, 
they were playing the music from Wishes, but it was being played for about half of the program. So quietly, you could barely hear it. Yeah, I wish they would have turned that up full volume. And they did turn it up by the end, and it was much better. But it would have been better if the music had been turned up all the time. But, I mean, you, how can you really complain? You're watching the Wishes fireworks. Exactly. And it was a really cool vantage point. It was, because I never, um, I guess I never realized what a different perspective it would be seeing it from the side. And so now I know the next time that we go see the fireworks from Main Street, yeah, I'll be able to picture that. Seeing them from a different vantage point. Yeah. What? The monorail just got here. The monorail's here. Yes, it's time to get on the monorail again. So how did you think? What did you think? Oh, it was such a great experience. We met new friends. We got to have food and drinks at different places. And we got to see the fireworks. And it was cool because we always see the fireworks and we always watch the castle. And I love the castle because it's my favorite. But today we got to see the fireworks over Space Mountain, which was awesome. And that was neat. It was a whole new perspective. Yes, it was. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. that. The best part was meeting all those people. Yes, and everybody loves Disney as much as we do. And we ended up trading information and we got new Facebook friends. Yes, made new friends. And new podcast listeners. Yes. And... It was that was the best part. We ended up recording less than we thought we would because we got wrapped up in it. It yeah. was just we just had a really good time with the people we were with. We ended up running into yeah. a bunch of different. We had to remember to so stop and take pictures fun. or record something because yeah. we were just enjoying the experience. It was so much fun, and I think we're now we're off to the Tambu Lounge because the Magic Kingdom bus back to Pop Century is going to be too full. <laughs> so we're going to go see what else we can get into. Well, that is going to be the last time we see Wishes fireworks. Yes. They're being replaced. That's true. With a new fire. Next time we're there, there'll be a new fireworks show. So that was our last viewing of Wishes. I'm glad we got to go down and do it. Me too. But all told, it was a terrific experience. We ended up trading Facebook information and emails with other people on our tour. We've shared photos already. We talked about a reunion. We're going to plan a trip back and I'll meet at Disney World again. And hopefully go to Citricos. Yes. <laughs> but we've made friends that we've been even already keeping in touch with. And that was the best part of the tour. The restaurants were great. The food was great. The drinks were good. The The host, the cast members that took us around were terrific. Hillary, I think, was the the lead cast member's name. And she was, she was just wonderful. Yes, she was. And they kept everybody together and but they never like I said we never felt hurried but we were always where we needed to be when we needed to be there it was done in the most Disney way possible and all told it was a terrific experience really good we did it and if they extend this program if they extend this experience past the end of March and open up more dates highly highly recommend taking advantage of it I would too and we were talking with a couple of the cast members after the wishes was over and, and we were getting ready to leave and we were telling them how much we enjoyed it and they were genuinely happy to hear that uh, because they enjoyed taking us around. They enjoyed doing the the dinner with us and um, one cast member even, he started us with us in uh, the contemporary and he was there again when we finished but he didn't get to go along on the tour and he was so disappointed. Yeah, he was sad. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he wanted to come too. <laughs> Yeah, we were all supposed to write in and tell them that Ray wanted to come yes, too. Yes, they need so, to send Ray. <laughs> Ray needed to go along. <laughs> and uh, But it was it was wonderful. It was a wonderful experience, and I'd reckon it's well worth 
well worth the price. I agree. And so we hope everybody gets an opportunity. With any luck, we're going to write them and give them our impressions. And hopefully they'll extend this. I can't imagine them doing this during the busy season. No, it wouldn't be. Where uh, restaurants are full. And it would probably be much more difficult for them to do anyway. But I really think this will come back in the fall. I hope so. And if it does, go take a shot. Take a tour. I guess that's it. You See you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life.